Hello and welcome to What a Scream, uh, the Irish edition for this episode. Um, I, I take a random topic and me and my guests talk about horror films. Uh, and this week is Paddy's Day. And so, of course, I had to bring on Ruby again. <laughs> a Sunday evening to you. <laughs> and we are going to talk about two Irish horrors. Um, Ruby, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm slightly annoyed at you, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I, look, I think this is uh, due revenge after making me watch several Leprechaun movies last year. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple Leprechaun movies. <laughs> so, I, and honestly, I feel like this is not as bad. Well, we'll get into it. <laughs> um, yes. So, Irish horror then. Are you a fan of horror from our fair isle? Um, <laughs> more recent horror, I think, yes. I mean, we've got a, we've got a lot to unpack here on the, on our fair emerald isle. Um, and I think a lot of, like, more modern Irish horror has been doing that, like, Devil's Doorway, Hole in the Ground, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and folk horror, I think, is a natural fit for our sensibilities. The more modern Irish horror, I think, is uh, certainly coming into its own. We're going to be covering period of Irish horror. <laughs> Less salubrious, shall we say? <laughs> yes. I mean, Port Ireland, like, we, we didn't have much of a film tradition. No. Obviously, because of the Brits. Um, <laughs> let's not get into that. And Irish horror, A, because we had a lot of um, uh, censorship that led to banning which one of these films was actually victim to um and b there was just no funding and there's it's only just starting now that we're getting irish horror funded yeah but back in the early 2000s there was nothing so that's why it's such a sparse era for irish horror oh yeah awful i mean even now the funding is pretty fucking terrible and actually one of the films that we're going to be talking about grabber is is partially funded by i think channel four um so, I mean, it's, and that's probably where the bulk of the cash came from. Yeah, it's still the same. Like, a lot of Irish yeah. horror is still funded by, it's still like a co-production for yeah. Britain. And, like, that's not terribly unusual. Like, a lot of horror films, or a lot of film in general, will be co-productions amongst a couple of different um, uh, places. But, like, yeah, Irish, <laughs> Irish-specific horror is, uh, it's finally, we're finally getting to a place where we can start being, like, proud of it. <laughs> have a little Irish pride in our horror movies but uh yeah it was it was pretty I mean I think before like the Boyd's Girls 2005 I mean before that I can't I honestly can't think of many Irish horror movies even made before the early 2000s um the very first well one of the very first if not the very first is uh 2004's Dead Meat by Conor McMahon Oh gosh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Mm, which I also watched. I watched just that's for a, the crack. That's only a year before Boy Eats Girl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, also another zombie film. Also, how does I? I'll ask you when we're talking about it. How Dead Meat compares to Boy Eats Girl? <laughs> I mean, the bar is super low. So I look forward to hearing about it. <laughs> and on that note, let's um, let's crack on then with Boy Eats Girl. Would you like to introduce it and give us a synopsis, please? <laughs> Boy Eats Girl is a uh, zombie. I mean, it 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 calls itself uh, a dark comedy. 
Anyway, we'll get into that. It was uh, directed by Stephen Bradley and written by Derek Landy, and it starred Samantha Mumba, um, David Leon, Lawrence Kinlan. Um, uh, funnily enough, uh, Donald Gleason is in the background of one scene. <laughs> and then also Deirdre O'Kane as, uh, as the ma in it. Uh, it tells the story of uh, David Leon's character, Nathan, who is in love with Samantha Mumba's character. They're all in secondary school together. Um, uh, and but she she doesn't actually reject him. He's just a fucking idiot, and so he decides to kill himself. Then he changes his mind. Then his ma accidentally knocks him over, and he hang- <laughs> accidentally hangs himself. So trigger warnings all over the shop for that particular thing. Um, and then she brings him back to life with a voodoo book she found in the local church's basement. <laughs> but she did it wrong, which made him a zombie. So he um he attacks one of the dickheads from a school who turns him into a zombie and then there's a zombie outbreak but it turns out that snake bites can cure zombieism uh, <laughs> uh, and so there's a whole bunch of like slut shaming and stuff um, and some, some fairly decent core I will give it that it's literally the only good thing about it um, and then uh, they burn down all the they burn down a barn with all the zombies in it and uh, but he gets cured Um He's cured by the magic snake bites and uh, gets to go out with Jessica, Samantha Mumba. Um, at the end, happily ever after. I mean, half the town has been absolutely fucking decimated. But uh, beyond that, it's a happy ending. Yeah, so this is about as much of a synopsis as it needs, isn't it? <laughs> so I actually turned this off after about 40 minutes. It is. Oh, see, I was a good podcaster and I watched the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I could. I just couldn't do it. I just. You know what? To... I was. I was sewing while I was doing it, which helps. We've got something <laughs> else to do at the same time. It helps a lot. I turned it off and turned on the new Lucifer film, um, <laughs> and and that was the best option for me, to be honest. I. Uh, you know what? I can imagine so. So you didn't even get to the end where uh, the magical snake bites heal everyone. No. So the whole setup, they open up, and it's. I. I'm going to take it. It's a posh school in Dublin. Something that I have no... It's definitely a posh school, but it seems like it's quite a small town. And everyone looks about 40 in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> All the teenagers are about 35 or rich. <laughs> like, they're definitely not 16, 17-year-olds. Yeah. Um, apart from Samantha Mamba, she looks gorgeous in it and very <laughs> useful. I just ended up listening to Samantha Mamba songs afterwards, and I was like, yeah, they were boxes, mom. <laughs> Um, and it's like they were trying to do an American high school setting. Well, that's exactly but in, what they were trying to do, and it did not work at all. No. And you've got, like, the losers, which is, like, Nathan's group, and then you've got the the, the bitchy mean girls, um, and then you've got the jocks, the rugby jocks, because obviously you can't have American football jocks here. Yeah. But it was just, it just didn't didn't translate well. It didn't. No. It really didn't, and which was kind of didn't surprise me because I, I I think it could have if some of the actors were better and the dialogue and the dialogue had been better and the camera work had been better and maybe it had been a completely different movie. Um, no, <laughs> like the thing is, if there was there was like I I literally counted. It made me laugh, and I say laugh. It made me like go <laughs> three times. <laughs> so it's just like rubber, and one of them was just an old lady like doing a good line reading. No, um, it. I feel like it. It was like there was a good idea in there somewhere, or like it could have worked. 
But in particular, the actors were so fucking terrible that it just, you know, even if they were doing a sort of American high school pastiche slapped on top of an Irish secondary school, like, okay, fine, maybe. But because everyone was just so terrible, there was just no way it was going to work. No. And I just, I couldn't get behind this thing that, you know, he was so desperate to ask out Jessica. And when he thought that she had gone off with someone else. Yeah. He's going to kill himself. And you're like, how did you get from that to that? Yeah. is, uh, Yeah. It escalated very quickly. And like, you know, like fucking teenage melodrama, fine. And I think like, again, the fact that he kind of goes to try and kill himself and then he's like, actually, no, this is a real fucking stupid idea. Like, can we just, but it ends up being an accident. Like that is very darkly funny. But the execution was so poor. <laughs> it's so poor. <laughs> But it's funny because that's the scene that got this film banned for a bit was its depiction of uh, suicide. Really? Yeah. That's. I would have thought it was the scene where um, one of them bites off someone's dick. <laughs> no, because you can do that. But if you dare show a suicide, God forbid. That's yeah. In, in I mean, Irish, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, it's it's, it's interesting because I know that the idea of like there's been it's been discourse. Um, around the the idea of depictions of suicide and whether it glamorizes it or whether it's like you know even if you are not trying to glamorize it in any way shape or form it kind of takes the form of a how to. Um, yeah. So I mean I don't agree with that kind of censorship, but it's an interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised that's why it got censored and not the aforementioned dick biting. <laughs> so it was yeah it was banned and then they they did like a, a an appeal and um. They didn't have to cut the scene. They just put a 15A certificate on it instead. Um, <laughs> it was just 15s before, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Twelves. Yeah, it was actually a 12. Um, I mean, the, again, the amount of like, sexual activity that these teenagers, heavy scare quotes, are getting up to, again, I would have been like, yeah, that's probably... Because like, very early on, there's a blowjob in a car. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... it's. I mean... It's an interesting film that obviously I turned off. I mean, the only thing that for me was like, saved it. That's, there's no saving this. But the fact it had a Layla Ruddy in it and he is like (laughs) Irish horror royalty. You cannot do an Irish horror film without Layla Ruddy in it. He has to be in it. It's the law. Irish law. (laughs) It's Irish law. Yeah. It is. Um, (laughs) I don't know, like some of the light rings, particularly the teenage, again, teenage, the girls, the like mean girl clique, like some of those line readings, oofa doofa. Like, I did not, and especially when you have like just some of the really, really terrible, terrible acting that was happening. And you just have Donald Gason sitting in the back, Oscar nominated Donald Gason. Like, Irish acting royalty Donald Gason just sitting in the back of the classroom, like, hey, dads. Like, give him a fucking monologue. I don't care what he's doing. He gets like a tiny little line where some reason this weirdo teacher is like, and who are you? And what makes yeah. you Irish? Such a weird, like, what yeah. makes you and he's Irish? Like, Joyce. Uh, Poets. He and Blake. Like, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so strange. Now, I know, like, um, if I remember correctly, I think Brendan Gleeson refused. I think he told, like, he wouldn't let his boys act professionally until they'd finished secondary school. Which makes right. sense because, but obviously, he's an actor. And he also used to be a secondary school teacher. All right. Um, 
I know they did act though because I actually went to the same school as Donald Gleason. And when I was in first year, he was in the fifth year play and he played the fool in um, King Lear and he was fucking brilliant. He was the only good thing in it. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Even as a 13-year-old, I was like, I think this guy might be talented. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I mean, he does, he does have that fantastic toilet scene as well where Nathan, like, breaks down his toilet door and he's like, hey. <laughs> so, it's such a weird film. Like, Am I am I mad though? Can you see that there's like a glimmer of something good in there had it been in the hands of better actors and possibly particularly if I think a better scriptwriter? Yeah, and then it became a film. It became um oh, what's that zombie film with Nicholas Holt? <laughs> oh, um Warm Bodies. Yeah. That it's Warm Bodies. Without it it the is snakes. kind of Warm Bodies before Warm Bodies, yeah. I love that novel actually. I remember I picked that up on a whim and I really enjoyed it. But um, like I can't, you know what I couldn't get by? Why was there a book about voodoo in a church vault? I know, that was so funny. Didn't, um, what was his name? Um, Father, Father Cornelius. Um, didn't he say that it had been brought back by like a uh, missionary? Yeah, but. Oh, my, that, might have, that might have been later in the film after you turned off. He, a missionary brought it back um, because he, the missionary had seen the local tribes resurrecting people and he thought hey that'd be handy <laughs> yeah i mean borderline racist cultural appropriation here oh yeah um but i just you know if it, if that is an ancient tome i just feel like ancient scribes would have had better penmanship oh yeah it was know, a scrawled biro <laughs> it was poor poor prop making i think they put their their entire budget into the special effects makeup and i will give them this it didn't look half bad for like a very low budget early noughties film. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I watched Dead Meat as well, which was Conor McMahon's um, zombie film. And that is very, like, I think it was done for like 15 grand. Yeah. Like extremely low budget. Um, and I prefer that because it's more of an homage to like Night of the Living Dead. I mean, it's, it's you know, just as cheesy and corny, but yeah, yeah I just could, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with, I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with the terrible acting. This presumption that that's what Irish teenagers are like. And I'm like, but surely you were an Irish teenager at one point. <laughs> surely his wife, Deirdre O'Kane, was an Irish teenager. <laughs> so yeah, it just, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't, I had that's, to turn it look, off. It's fair. I am, as you know, an aficionado of terrible films. And I really wish that I'd been watching this with other people and with at least two glasses of wine in me. And then I think it would have been funny, but I was entirely sober it was the middle of the day and i was alone so <laughs> you know it is the kind of thing that if you're going but here's the other thing no one in the world wants to watch this movie because i tried to find it and it took me a while yeah same i found a german language yeah, version we, we clearly both clicked on the same stream yeah. <laughs> um yeah i was like what the fuck i like that yeah. and the the one that i eventually found kept lagging so it would pause every 10 minutes or so and i would have to skip ahead about 30 seconds and then it would reload, which is very. I think, I think we were probably got onto the same stream because that's what was happening to me, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not. You just can't deal film. with it, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I tried to torrent it. There's no, like, there are torrents available, but there's no one seeding them. Yeah, it's not even on like YouTube, or you <laughs> cannot, you can't even pay to watch this film. You literally, cannot pay to watch this film. There's no one on the planet, and like that is not a thing that I thought was existed anymore. Like I thought you can always find stuff, you know. 
like this. I thought it was going to defeat me. I was. I thought I was going to text you and be like, <laughs> "You can find the most depraved shit, like the most depraved films. Yeah. You can find." But I had such trouble trying to find this film. It's it's insane. Um, apparently, it's actually relatively widely available in the US because they did look at a very a couple of sites, and it's like in the U- US you can get it on like amazon and youtube and a few other things but for some reason over here the rights are just not haven't been set up very strange that is very strange so in that lou would you uh recommend it i mean again I, if you are a fan of terrible terrible films and watching them while intoxicated with your mates maybe but is it worth the work to get it no like it's bad it's real bad and it's not quite stupid enough to be fun either yeah like I, in, I wouldn't. Don't yeah. bother. Don't but like bother the thing is, right? I was like, when they they shot so like the opening scene, and then you see the book, and there's snakes and stuff, and I was like, oh, are they gonna do a St. Patrick thing with the snakes? And it's like, why did he drive the snakes out? Because they were actually zombie carriers, or like, I don't know, something weird like that. And I was like, that's a very obvious thing to bring it back to, because snakes just are very common in Ireland. <laughs> unless they're privately owned and it just wasn't i was like that seems like a really obvious like stupid thing like yes it's silly but like if you're gonna be fucking silly be silly yeah i felt like they didn't lean into the silliness enough no um whereas i think the next film we're gonna talk about lent into the silly but it worked i agree i as you know i do really like the next film i look forward to (laughs) <laughs> because I love it, I'm just going to assume you hate it. No, um, I actually didn't mind it. I quite enjoyed it. I feel I feel like I didn't mind it is like really high praise <laughs> for, for films that I recommend. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I guess. What, uh, what would you say if someone came up to you and were like, Grain, as a horror watching person, professional person, uh, professional? What, professional, I'm words. This is Sunday evening. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of watching Boy Eats Girl. What would you say to Don't bother. <laughs> Don't. Go watch. I'd recommend, you know what I'd recommend? If they wanted to watch something along the same lines as Boy Eats Girl, but better, perhaps not zombies, I'd recommend Let the Wrong One In, which is, I feel like such a Conor McMahon stand because I'm like, <laughs> Conor McMahon, Conor McMahon. Um, I'd say go watch Let the Wrong One In if you want silly comedy. Yeah, with horror. That's a good. Yeah, plus it's got Anthony. Plus got Anthony Head in it. So, I mean, and I mean, we stand. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, or I would recommend our next film, which is uh, Grabbers, um, which is a 2012 monster sci-fi horror comedy directed by John Wright and written by Kevin Lahan. Um, it stars Richard Coyle, Ruth Bradley, Bernard Gallagher, and Russell Tovey. And Leila Ruddy, because you can't have an Irish film without <laughs> Leila Ruddy. It's true. He has to be in it. Um, it, <laughs> it centers on a very isolated rural Ire- island in Ireland. Um, and we meet Garda Lisa, and she is from, you know, the mainland, and she's coming across to this and working in the I island. I think you'll with- find that's Garda Nolan to you. Sorry, Garda Lisa. <laughs> and she meets Garda O'Shea, aka Kieran. 
Um, and he is a bit boozy and he's very lackadaisy, whereas she's quite uptight and very by the book. Um, and they discover a beach full of dead whales and dolphins, and it turns out that there is aliens, tentacled aliens, laying eggs and killing people. Um, and they soon discover that the aliens, because they are water-based, they do not like alcohol. So to save the whole island, they have to get everybody very intoxicated. Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed this film. I thought it was silly, but it was just Irish comedy at its best, um, which I think is where Boy Eats Girl failed, is because they weren't leaning into the Irish comedy. They were trying to do American comedy which did not work, whereas I think Grabbers really lent into the Irish comedy and it just worked. Um, what did you think of it? I know you're a fan, but like... Yeah. Yeah, this is, I've seen this movie a couple of times now. Um, yeah, I completely agree. I think one of the things that really... Because, I mean, it's it's very tropey. It's very by the book. Like, there's nothing particularly like, oh my God, wow, about the story structure or the anything else. But um, it's, a, it's the dialogue and the delivery of the dialogue that really gives it... it like, And it, some of it feels very off the cuff, like... I don't know if any of it was improved, but like when you see, when you're hearing someone go, Jesus fucking Christ, in order to do this, we're going to have to rip the earth. Like that's <laughs> funny. It just is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They have a lot just... to save the, save everyone's lives. Like it is, it yeah. is very Irish in an idiosyncratic way, as opposed to in a like broadly stereotypical way, which is really nice to yeah. see. Yeah, um, and it's just hilarious that, you know, it's the town drunk that kind of discovers this because he's been brewing his own pot chain and and he has one in his bathtub and it doesn't <laughs> attack him. They're like, why are you still alive? Um, it's just, it's very funny. And I know a lot of people could look at it and be like, oh, Irish and drunk and alcohol. But it's just, it's not offensive. It's just funny because it comes from the Irish and it's like, yeah, yeah we have a drinking culture and this is what it is and in a lot of rural places, the pub is the centre of the island or the village and it's the social hub. And, you know, if there was an invasion of any sort, that is definitely where people would go. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And it's not, I suppose, it's not like, oh, all Irish people are drunk, kind of like that's not the the, the tack it's taking. It's it's kind of, you know, there are two characters, um, Richard Coyle's character and then... Um, Roddy's character Paddy and, and Kieran, who are both alcoholics and not like normalized or been like seen as good but then there's also like the fucking lock-in where everyone's having a grand old time <laughs> yeah and for me it's definitely the side characters that make this as well like the landlord and his wife are fucking hilarious well listen Broda Gallagher is a national treasure like that woman is so lovely um love her to pieces just I, anything that she is in I will give a chance to <laughs> I love like she's doing it like kind of vaguely quirk accent in this as well um it's yeah this on the, it's set on a fictional Irish island um Erin Island I think it is um coming it <laughs> and the, the accents are wide and varied <laughs> <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed Russell Tovey in this as well I I like him I've got such a, a bit of a soft spot for him I also have a bit of a Russell Tovey soft spot I'm very fond of him yeah and just the way he's like, it's like they take the piss out of him because he's the English uh, scientist, but yeah. he's still kind of like part of the gang at the same time. It's very endearing. Yeah, it's funny. And it is like, um, especially considering recently we've had Banshees of Inishirin as a 
uh, a study of island life in Ireland. Um, like I do have some experience of being on a very small population, <laughs> isolated uh, island uh, off the coast of Ireland. And it does kind of capture it a little bit in that like everyone, you know everyone and everyone knows you and everyone knows your business and, you know, everyone's kind of in a bit of a fight all the time because you're all stuck together. Um, but you can't piss anyone off too much because you're all stuck together. That <laughs> You know, it's it, it it's kind of emblematic of that in a little, like just a little bit. It's like, I don't want to big it up for something more than it is, but it is very, um, yeah, again, that very idiosyncratic kind of island life vibe yeah yeah um so what did you think of the creature design the the actual aliens um yeah they're kind of like tentacled they kind of remind me of the aliens from uh the simpsons but bigger (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a bit of that i i really like them i know there's there's obviously a homage to the elf face huggers um going on there but um yeah like i like the big long kind of beak tongue things they have and i like the way the big ones roll to move they're just this big mad ball of tentacles and then they can kind of um sort of tent up and and no it's it's wild it, it's a it's a cool design it's a very cool design and they have very smartly always rendered it in low light which means that even if the cgi is terrible you don't know it's too bad exactly i i like and you know i'm not a fan of sci-fi or alien films or any yeah. of love but i i could i could get with it it felt it felt less kind of alien um, you know, spacey and more kind of creature feature, like fifties creature feature. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of liked it a bit more that it wasn't like I mean, even though we have the science guy, he was more there to be like to move the plot along rather than being yeah. like we're spacey and techy. Maybe it's just science I don't get along with. I'm just like <laughs> too much science in this here film. Um but yeah. I, I, I really liked it. And I thought even, I mean, the love story is a bit like, bleh, it's a bit cliche, yeah. but it's quite endearing at the same time. I think they, they're they lucky that they got two actors who have just enough chemistry and are charming enough that they get away with, yeah, a bit of a, like, because like, they've known each other all of two seconds. Wow. And she's like, I do fancy it. <laughs> but that's it is very endearing and to be fair like you can meet someone for two seconds and be like yeah yeah what <laughs> <laughs> I'd shift the face of that young one yeah what did you think of Richard Coyle's accent because he is in fact a British actor you know what I mean you could definitely hear it slipping every now and then there was definitely points where you were like Ooh. but you know what as accents go on people that aren't Irish that do Irish accents. Here's looking at you, Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt, and <laughs> you know, whoever else. Um, <laughs> the whole cast of Fear Street, sixteen sixty six. Yeah. Um, I actually <laughs> thought he didn't do a bad job. I yeah, I actually I I agree. I when I first watched it, I actually didn't realize he was British. And like, yeah, I figured maybe he didn't live in Ireland anymore or something like that because it's quite a. He's kind of going for kind of a soft, soft Dublin, I would say. Um, but um, yeah, thought it was. I thought it was there. Yeah. So when so when I actually found out that he was British, I was like, "Good job," because it is. It's it, it's a hard accent. It is. Um, you know, I can't tell people why it's a hard accent because I just talk like this. But <laughs> but like we've heard enough terrible Irish accents to know, and it didn't feel it didn't feel forced. I think that was probably it. 
a lot of people you feel like you're like Jesus Christ stop letting you having a stroke why <laughs> please stop that right now <laughs> please just stop um yeah and I think pretty much everyone else obviously with the exception of Russell Tovey would were actually Irish which is nice to see well because I think I think I'd say the inclusion of Richard Coyle was to um and Russell Tovey for that matter was to kind of Moss the the UK backers, yeah, because they're like we've never heard of Irish people. We have to have a British person. Who <laughs> are those Irish folk? For their strange lilt. Um, yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, I think I would recommend it, especially if like someone's looking for a good co- kind of comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. And again, I know I kind of I've brought this up a few times over the over the episodes over the years, but. Um, I think it's a very good one for non-horror fans as well. Like, if you're if if you are a horror person who wants to watch a horror movie with someone who's not super into it, this is definitely of that of that category where it's like it's not there's a, there's a couple of decent bits of gore, but for the most part, it's meh. Um, unless you have a tentacle phobia, in which case, no, <laughs> or a tentacle fetish, or a tentacle um, fetish. Well, I don't know. Maybe then you'd be like, hey, hey. <laughs> I think. You know, apart from, with the exception of Boy Eats Girl, I think Irish horror comedy is really good. But that could be just because I am absolutely a fan of our comedy. Well, yeah. I mean, here, look. I mean, the Irish are, we've, we've supported quite a few good, com- decent comedians over the years. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I I would agree in, in general sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got um, Let the Wrong One In, which I said earlier. Grabbers, we've got um, one that's a Stitches uh, again. Connor McMahon. I haven't seen that one. Have you not seen Stitches? No, I haven't seen Stitches. Stitches is great. Stitches is fantastic. Um, and I am, um, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to see it because we were booked in to go and see it, but then we had a family emergency. Um, I am looking forward to seeing Unwelcome, which is um, John Wright's current. Uh, I know you are concerned about the topic, but. Having seen Grabbers, would you give him the benefit of the doubt? I would. The only thing is, and like I know you shouldn't read a lot of reviews, but I think the reviews that I'm looking at from Irish people are like, nah, nah. And it's it's kind of confusing because like what they're saying about it, I'm like, John Wright, he's Irish, right? He's Northern he is, Irish, yeah. is he? Uh, Irish, wait. Northern Irish. Well, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm really confused as to why he would do a story like this if he's Irish. But I haven't seen it. Yeah. One day we are going to do a recording and I'm going to be like, Ruby, guess what? I've seen it. Yeah, I um, I, I, I really, I do want to see it. Um, I, I, It'll be interesting because, yes, I agree with you that it's a, uh, so sorry for people who are just talking around it. So the story is, is that a British couple moves into a house in rural Ireland and then they get chased out by uh, the fair folk. Um, and also Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure whether Colin Meany actively chases them out, but he certainly says you shouldn't be here. In a yeah. It's 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 yeah. kind of like from what I can gather, the the red caps, the fair jarg, kind of take a backseat and it's mainly about this bad Irish family who are kind of straw dogging the English, the poor English people. Um, which kind of makes me a bit uncomfortable with that. Yeah. No, and I can under- I can understand why you'd be trepidatious of that. But I mean, knowing his existing work, I would tend to give him the benefit of the doubt until I see it. 
Now, that being said, like maybe he had the best of intentions and it just didn't turn out that way, you know, regardless of how much he thought it was going to be subversive. But yeah, we should. Yeah. Yes, we should. Definitely- you know what? I'm going to watch it this week. Just <laughs> just so the next time we're talking, I can be like, I fucking watched it. I'll have to find a version of it that we can watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So would you recommend Grabbers? You, you would, we've already talked about that. You would recommend it. I would recommend Grabbers. Yeah. Yes, I would say uh, you mm. recommend us. Yeah. Um, so, such a stupid question, but out of the two films, <laughs> which one do you recommend out of the other, Ruby? Oh, you know, well, I know there, Blade Girl has its merits. Does it? No. Does it really? No. no. It's a terrible it. film. It, don't watch it. No, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't watch it. Don't do it to Don't do it to yourself. It's not worth, it's not worth your time. Um, poor old Samantha Mumba, she tried. And like, and I, you know, what? know what? I think she was actually the best, the best actor out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, let's let's not. Uh, I mean, it's it, dear Joe Kane is a great actress, um, just not in this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, Samantha Mumba acquitted herself pretty well considering the absolute shit show that was going on around her. But no, absolutely, it would be Grabbers. Um, Grabbers is a fun night in. <laughs> Sit down, have a pint, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, what other Irish horror films would you recommend? Oh gosh, well you've already gone through a few of them. Um, <laughs> I have a little bit of a soft spot for Shrooms. Like I know it's not a good movie, but uh, you know it's just it's there. It's in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that was again. That was that kind of more. Oh, God, what year was Shrooms? Um, it's like twenty twelve or something. Yeah, was it that late? In my like head, two thousand and seven was... maybe. I don't know. I literally just did an Irish article. Seven, yeah. So it's it also falls into that kind of earlier end of Irish horror. Um I really like the uh Devil's Warway as well. I think that's a fantastic film. Um I have I have my reservations about it ending, but in general I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I would recommend literally because I've just watched it today, um, Nocebo, which is on Netflix mm. at the moment. It's got Eva Green in it and it's a, a Filipino slash well, it's set in England, but it's a Filipino slash Irish production. Um, directed by um, what's his name Lorcan Lorcan Finnegan um, who previously did Vivarium with Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Potts Um, yeah it's it's really good it's like a Filipino folk horror slash um, bit of a creature feature if you don't like ticks I have a really bad fear of ticks so that's because they're fucking arseholes but um (laughs) So yeah, that's a really good one. Um, and then uh, Lee Cronin, who's recently kind of he's doing Evil Dead, so he mm-hmm. did uh, the Hole in the Ground. Um, yes, the Hole yeah. in the Ground is good. Yeah, Lorcan Finnegan also did a film called Without Name, which is a bit more of an eco Irish folk horror, which is good. Yeah, so those would be those would be my recommendations, as well as of course You Are Not My Mother. Yes. Because everyone has to watch that. It's also the law. <laughs> it is also Irish law that extends to other people in other countries. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you were not have later already in it, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it broke the law. It did. Arrest Jail. Kate Dolan. <laughs> As a proper, very unsettling film. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh God, um, well, that's a nice that's a nice selection of things to watch on your Paddy's Paddy's Day weekend. 
Yeah, you should also watch Stitches though, because Stitches is. Good. I should watch Stitches. I like put that's... it on the list. Do because you know what that shows secondary Irish secondary school students, and they actually look the age that they are. Shocking all together. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thanks Ruby for coming on and chatting Irish horror with me. I think we've run out of Irish horrors now. I think we better start making more. What are we going to do? We're going to watch. Maybe we should do like next year. We'll have to do like a um Leprechaun into Hood series specifically. Oh God, into Hood one and into Hood two. <laughs> we have to. No, 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 let's not do that. We're just, you know what? We should just do horrors with Irish actors in it. I think that would be... That's probably the easiest thing Yeah, we've got a year to think about it. Slightly less, um, slightly less traumatic uh, exactly. choice. That's if this podcast is still going, not a year. <laughs> because of our professional, professional, yeah. professionalism. That's our high, Our high professionalism, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks, Ruby. Thanks for having me, as always. No bother. Where can people find you? You can find me at the Ruby Noir on all the important social media places. Cool. Um, you can find What a Scream on Twitter at what underscore scream and on Letterboxd and Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to review and subscribe and review. I've already said review. Just do review, stuff. subscribe, and review. <laughs> review, subscribe, review. Thank you. Um, RSR on whatever pod- <laughs> podcast platform you're listening to us. This bit always is the worst ever. I know, you should really do this bit without me. I'm terrible. I'm bad in Pete. I know, but that would just mean more recording and editing. And, you know, if I can get away with not doing that, that would be great. All right, uh, if you want to do it again, I promise I'll shut up. No, I can't be arsed <laughs> Sure, they get it. If they want to know the professional version, they can go listen to another episode. Yeah, go those. Yeah, those you go listen to our podcasters. We're the fun, cool podcasters. <laughs> the tooth, the minim, minimal amount of work. Min- <laughs> yes, very minimal amount of work. <laughs> That's not true. We do work. We watched a whole half of one of these films. <laughs> Such professionalism. <laughs> Don't forget, award nominated. Award nominated podcasting. Award nominated podcasting. Whoop, whoop. Um, okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Stay horrific. Goodbye.